The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. What's up, peeps? How the hell are we doing? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd. Joining me is my good pal, partner in crime, Mr. Jason Koopsik. What is cracking, sir? I, um, it's your, been a while. With your fine ass. Yeah, hey, hi. How are you? It's been a, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Oh, how you doing? Not too bad. Yeah? Yeah. Hanging in there? Yeah, hanging in there. Nice. Nice. I like it. I like it. So what the fuck? Did, what, what, what's new? What's going on? I did a little uh, paranormal things over the weekend. <laughs> did some para stuff. Yeah. Some paranormal but stuff I'll get into things. that in a few minutes. How, how have you been? Uh, not bad. Not bad. We did some paranormal stuff this weekend as well. We had uh, uh, we had Chad Kalick and Heather Taddy, uh, both from uh, the show Paranormal State. Obviously, Chad's been on then to make hundreds of documentary films. Heather Taddy went on and did, I think it was called like Alien Highway, I believe. But we had them over at the manor. They were doing a, an event over here. It was a lot of fun. It was good. But yeah. Other than that, just uh, chasing the spooky stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I guess we should probably mention Podbelly since Absolutely. we're at the beginning of the episode we're supposed to. <laughs> you think since we're supposed to do it, we should We kind of forget it. it. We uh, do. I we just get to your opening to the throwback episode, you definitely remember to do it then. I did. I, I wanted to make it a point to mention Podbelly, obviously. Our good friends over at Podbelly.com, which you should, if you haven't done so already, cruise over to Podbelly.com. Check them out. Check out everything that they have going on over there. You are not going to be sorry that you did. Check them out. Let them know that we sent you, too. Be like, hey, that sexy bastard Koopsik. Told us to cruise over and then say, screw that Josh guy. Oh, <laughs> <Something>. it's <laughs> uh, good stuff. But no, a big thank you to our buddies over at podbelly.com. Thank you guys very much for all that you do for us. So, yeah. <clears throat> I'm dying. Dying over here. Christ. What are you doing? So, um,. We should probably mention that we do have a giveaway going right now. We do indeed. Um, We actually, I opened it up to other ways to enter because apparently you guys don't want to call and tell us how you feel about El Yucateco. It's because they don't like us. Yeah, they (laughs) They don't don't want to talk to us. On the off chance that we answer, they're going to be like, oh, fuck this, just hang up. I'll just try back. Uh, but, yeah, so you can enter into our giveaway. If you want to go over to our Instagram page or Facebook page, you can see the stuff that we're giving away from El Yucateco. Um, so there's a couple of different ways to enter, and you can enter until uh, August 1st. 
you can call in 913-730-7255 and say uh, that you love El Yucateco or the Ectoplasm Show loves El Yucateco. And we'll play it on the air as part of our our ads and whatnot for them. Or go to their Instagram account and like, you know, follow them, like their posts and and tag us in some comments, which you guys have been doing, actually. Um, I've been seeing those pop up quite a bit. And, yeah, that's an easy way to enter. Actually, it's a funny story. Um, A local a local beer blogger that I know that's into paranormal stuff too. Oh yeah. Um, I met her once at a big rip for their beer fest or whatever. When I first, when I reposted the giveaway post, I accidentally tagged her as the account to go comment on. Oh, whoops. Rather than El Yucateco. (laughs) So she got random comments from some of our listeners. They'll still be entered. They'll still be entered for sure. Oh, uh, but okay. she got like like Felicia Pittman commented on a, one of her posts, like the um, Sherwin Williams ain't got shit on this. Love at, it, you know, at Ectoplasm Show. <laughs> she was and like, I what? talked to her later. She's like, "What the hell <laughs> what? is going on?" Because there's like mean? four or five people. God, she's like randomly man. commenting on her posts <laughs> about the ectoplasm show and how the ectoplasm show would like something or oh my God, a quote from the ectoplasm show. <laughs> she's like, what the fuck is going on? What is this? Oh, I love it. It's great. But you guys have also been going to El Yucateco and liking them <clears throat> and commenting yes. on their posts with our name as well. Hell yeah. So yeah, and so you... As many times as you want to go and comment, spam them, and you'll get an entry for every time you do it. Hell yes. As long as you tag our name in the comments so that we know that you did it. Yeah. Or you could call. If you call and leave us a message, you'll get about El Yucateco and how much you like them and like them as a sponsor of of the Ectoplasm show. You'll get five entries automatically right then that's it that's awesome that's all you got to do that's all you got to do i love it i love it oh my goodness bro so i did some fun stuff over the weekend i want to hear it yeah i did some video uh stuff for lu or i keep on saying lu kateko now but for (laughs) our ectoplasm youtube channel and patreon and that stuff will come out soon but i'm gonna tell you a little bit about what i went and did so we planned the day we we wanted to go ufo watching um so we planned other stuff to do on our way out there because we wanted to go out west where the light pollution is as low as possible right so it was like five hours away so we were wanting to go to hit some things on the way we found a lake monster called sinkhole sam that we went and looked for did you get a glimpse of sinkhole sam uh you'll have to watch the video to see uh we did shoot some 22 bullets into the lake what happens if you would have hit sam (laughs) I, I I don't know. I mean, we, we, our thought was 
Uh, Maybe he floated up later and maybe. somebody else found the carcass <laughs> yeah. and they would get famous for finding the carcass. Keep checking the papers. Keep checking uh. the papers, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. So we did that. And so we we also, so have you heard of Rando Nautica? Why, why does that sound familiar? I think it's I may a, have. It's an app. Okay. That, I heard about it on a different podcast, but it's an app that... You put in it, it uses like quantum computing computers at like Harvard and a couple other places, apparently. Okay, and it's supposed to. I really haven't read a lot about it, just a little bit, just enough to know how to use it. But it's supposed to send you to find what your most desire or Ooh. think about. Ooh. So well, the, so it so sent you to just my house or what? Des- <laughs> it's not necessarily what you most desire. So what they say you should do is for 24 hours before you use it or any given time, focus on something. And then when it comes time that you're ready, it has up to 10,000 meters. You press the button okay. and it gives you coordinates. And you go to those coordinates, and you're supposed to find what you were focusing on. Okay. Now, apparently, this was really big on TikTok. The you know the CCP loves it, I guess. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, I, we decided to random you know to try it. We wanted to be rando knots. Okay. And I wanted to pick something that I thought might not be easily interpreted by anything okay um well so some examples of stuff i've seen out there there's been a couple people that focused on death and one witnessed a murder at the at the where the thing went Jesus. had them go to the other they found a, a suitcase with a couple bodies in it like body parts from multiple people in it what the fuck and like some UFO guy found on the side of a trailer, there was a UFO painting on the side of the building. Um, okay. You know, it, there's millions of people using this, and I'd say one out of a hundred times you actually get something that that's weird. At least from what I've heard. I mean, we only did one day of it. Sure. Uh, but so Friday, I focused on spiritual enlightenment. That's what I wanted. Ooh. I wanted this app. To send me to a place where I would get spiritual enlightenment. Okay, you know, because I thought, you know, alien UFO. I don't. I didn't know what to think. I thought spiritual enlightenment. I probably couldn't miss it if I saw it. Okay. So we did that. We and we we drove out to Tallgrass National Prairie in Kansas because it was on the way to. We stopped there and pressed it. And it took us to a place about a five-minute walk from mm-hmm. where we were, and there was nothing there except for a buffalo cow pie. Uh. But we started walking back. Like, I looked around because it gets you really close, like within feet of where it's supposed to be. But uh, we were started walking back to the car and taking a different path back to the car. And I found, I don't know what it has to do with spiritual enlightenment, but I found an antler for a deer. Oh. A pretty good size one. 
And I thought it was strange because I've spent a lot of time outdoors throughout my entire life, and I've I've never found one before. Okay. And also, they lose them in the springtime. They regrow out. They fall off every year, and they regrow every year, and they lose them in the springtime. And animals will eat them. Yeah. Within a good amount of, or you know, within quickly when they fall off, and it was still there. I don't know. I I don't know if I see spiritual enlightenment. I just thought it was a strange thing to find within a hundred feet of where this app brought me. Wow. So I mean, it's not super impressive, but it's something weird. So then we decided to. We were going to go check out an abandoned school. Of course, Larry couldn't remember where it was. (laughs) We ended up at another school and inside of it. But it was like a historic school, part of the National Prairie Preserve. And it it was just one big open room. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, so then we decided we were going to drive out west to see the UFOs. And, of course, storms move in. And we weren't able to do a sky watch. Oh. So we decided to do some more rando nodding. Nice. And we, when, when, the next one I focused on was me. Sasquatch. Damn it. Got it. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Fuck it. Okay. I didn't want to do Bigfoot because, like, I have big feet. It could just say, you know, go to yourself. <laughs> it's like, look down, dumbass. <laughs> Man. We did Bigfoot, and it took us down the road. And it was out in the middle of a field, but it was dark, and it was already like 10 o'clock. We didn't want to walk out in the middle of the field, but we turned the car <clears throat> and faced the lights out there so we could see in that area. Yeah. And I'm sure it was a deer. I'm sure it was a deer. But in the tree line, there was a set of eyes staring back at us. Uh-oh. And then it turned and... Uh-oh. went into the woods and I, i'm sure it was a deer it was just kind of strange that we were looking for eyes or a face or a bigfoot and we saw eyes looking at us i bet it was sam squatch it could have been god but the, the highlight of the night and this is gonna be in the video <laughs> the rando nodding video <laughs> i hit it again and you know yeah. honestly i didn't really think of anything Okay. I was still thinking, you know, I was still kind of thinking Bigfoot, but really I just, I was having fun going yeah. and, and so I hit it and it took us about two miles away and then, cause it automatically drops you over to Google maps and we'll give you a route to it. Oh, it happened cool. to be right next to the road. So we're like, cool, we're going to follow this one. Sure. And we ended up going and turning on a road that the map said went through, but it, there was a no there was a no outlet sign. We just we were going to take it anyways because that's where the map told us. Right. We pull up to this bridge that had guardrails on the side, and Larry screeches to a halt, <laughs> and he was he already had a bad feeling for some reason. He gets like that sometimes, but, but he was he just feeling bad, like this is a bad idea. He thought something bad was going to happen, but yeah. on the guardrail was a baby doll duct tape to the guardrail. I'm done. And then on the <laughs> other side of the guardrail was a another doll duct tape 
over there. What? So I jump out. He won't get out of the car. No. I jump out to no. go, you know, film what we're looking at. And we see a couple other dolls and trees and stuff. And we realized that it was a dead end and there was just a house at the end of the street. What the fuck? So there's a house down there? Yeah. So And there was like this old dog walking up to us. Oh, my God. Um, that means there's But then we turn there. around and we go, so we go back because we still want to go to the point. It wasn't where the point was. Oh, we were just on the way to it. What is that? I just noise? sent you a photo of one of the dolls. Holy shit. <laughs> Bro, why? Around, why? Go back. Why? Out. And there, we, we didn't notice at the time. There was actually another doll duct tape to the no outlet sign. Oh my god! So that was that was pretty crazy, right? Uh, I mean, we didn't find it at the spot, but we had that experience while we were doing it, and we ended up going down some really like back road, back roads. Like it dude. was just a couple little strips of dirt with grass and corn within inches of either side of the car and when we stopped where the actual pen was it was just it was weird sitting in the middle of a cornfield in the dark we didn't have anything happen there but we found those dolls on the way to it so what did you do with the dolls did you just leave them there we just left them there larry would not allow them in the car (laughs) you asked yeah i know you did I did, but I also knew. So a couple months ago, like six months ago more, I found a pair of random car keys in a cemetery one time while Larry and I were checking out a cemetery. It was during the day. That's fair. I grabbed them. They were just someone's keys. There was nothing weird about them. Yeah. He, they're still in his car because he will not touch them. He's that <laughs> like he's he's he has that mindset about things. So he would not let nope. the dolls in the car. Damn it. But you can see footage of that soon on our YouTube channel. So go subscribe to our Man. YouTube channel, and I'm looking maybe maybe I should do a thing where if we get like ten, five or ten dollar patrons, I'll drive back out and cut down one of those dolls oh and give it away to one of the people. Oh my god, that's a patron. <laughs> Yeah, for those of you that like creepy dolls, like this is uh, creme de la creme. Let me tell you that. Christ, it's a creepy doll, man. So what would you do if you pulled up? So we, it was on yep. both sides of the car. The dolls, I, duct tape, <laughs> and and I actually thought I saw this doll's eyes move. And it's hard to tell in the video because it's a Snapchat video, and there's somebody else with the light. And I think it was just a, a like a hint of the light. Uh huh. But it looked like for a moment that this doll's eyes moved when I was videotaping nope. it. Nope. Nope. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Not a fucking chance. No way. So Damn what it. would you have done? Shit. Would you have gotten out of the car to look at them? Yeah, I mean, I would have got out of the car. But yeah, I don't They're... think I would have touched them or... I don't, I don't know. I certainly would have, like... I mean that one that you just sent me a picture of. It almost looked like you posed the damn thing. <laughs> like you That's s- how it was found. It was on a little post next to the garden. It was just like that. Just like that. I didn't. Wow. Oh my god, that's nuts. <laughs> no. Absolutely not. I couldn't do so, it. So yeah, that was. We drove home after that. 
I mean, we didn't have anything else crazy happen. Um, you had your fill for Larry falling asleep behind the wheel. I'd drive part of the way home. <laughs> oh my god, man! Ah, <laughs> uh, maybe you drive next time. We need to keep well, so you. The, it's funny. The last three times we've gone out and looked yeah. for UFOs, I've had to drive home most of the way. Actually, the last time I came up and saw you, I had yeah, to. I remember that too. Yeah. Damn it. It's okay. Yeah. It'll so, yeah, fine. look for those videos soon. I'm going to do a rando not video. I'm going to do a video about the, um, the lake monster, Sinkhole Sam. And unfortunately, we didn't get to look for UFOs. Yeah. So there won't be a video for that. But Man, it just wasn't meant to be, buddy. You know? Well, I'll go back out again. We were also hoping to get a glimpse of the comets, which I actually went out last yeah. night and saw. It's pretty cool, huh? Pretty yeah, I mean, stuff. it's the first comet, like comet comet that I've seen like that, yeah. where it's got a tail and you can see it across the sky. And it, you know, it really like hammers in the idea that there's something fucked up going on in the world. <laughs> Yeah, that's for sure. Christ. Oh my god. I uh I came across a story. I don't know if this is good or not. First, let's tell the I got a couple stories from one of our listeners. Oh. Shit, let's do that. Come on. So, her name is Mariah. Okay. She's been listening to us since we met her. Well, I I don't know if you, if you were actually there since I met her at the the um Sofa King podcast meetup in KC a couple of years ago around Comic Con. Yeah, and it's I it's I read the first story and I kept the second one as a um, surprise to me too. But it's a pretty it's a pretty crazy story. So I'll just oh, it's I'll just get into it. Yeah. When I was thirteen. My friends and I used to play with a Ouija board in the attic all the time. This one particular night, we decided to play it in the attic and turned out the lights. The attic access was in the garage and folded out of the ceiling. I had to have my dad open it because it was too high for me and friends to pull the string to unfold the access. So we turned out the light in the garage and in the attic we set candles in a circle around us and it was about 11 p.m we were asking all of the questions and laughing when it moves thinking it was one of us moving it the last question we asked was what do you need from us Uh, we had asked if it could if we could help the board read body body yeah b-o-d-y yeah And I swear to God, the rocking chair in the corner behind us started squeaking as if someone was rocking in it. And then the candles all blew out at once. Jesus. We lost our minds and scrambled down the stairs and ran into the house. Yeah. We could see in the garage due to the large window in the corner. The moon was super bright that night. So we finally settle into bed about 2 a.m. I woke up to a slight scratching noise on the other side of my room wall, the wall my bed was up against, and the same wall that was in the attic. 
Oh like the God. other side of my wall was in the attic. Yeah. My brain did not register that it was anything, and I noticed a light on in the hallway. I heard someone call my name and thought my mom was calling me, and that was what caused me to wake up. I got to the edge of my room by the door and paused, realizing it wasn't my mother's voice. It was my aunt's voice who had passed away when I was five. What? That's weird. Did you just send that photo back to me, or did you heart it? What? That photo. What photo? Of the doll. No, I'm not even in Skype right now, bud. Like, I, it, I mean, Skype is open, but I'm not in it. It literally you know? just popped back up on the screen in the <clears> Skype. <throat> weird. Anyways. Yeah, that's weird. What the hell? It made, it, my, it, it made a noise in my headphones and pipe popped up with the face of the doll in the corner of the Skype screen. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that was wasn't weird. me, pal. Where was I? Oh, she sounded scared, and I followed it down the stairs to the garage because I thought somehow it had to be my mom. My mom woke up at all times of the night to smoke in her car in the garage. I made it out to the garage and realized that the attic access was still open, and the light was on up there, and my dad was going to be so mad that it was still open and that I had, to le- that I had left the light on. So I started to climb the stairs and get up four of the stairs and pause because I realized the light was swaying. What? All of a sudden, I hear the rocking chair start to squeak as if someone was rocking in it. I take one step back, and something begins to drag across the floor towards the attic's access. The lights in the garage go out and the only light left is from the swaying light bulb in the attic and I see a shadow of some sort by the light and it goes out but the glass had busted oh my god you heard the glass shatter at the same time the light goes out like it had exploded yeah I run to the garage door and it's locked. locked I start banging and screaming and pleading for someone to open the door as I hear something coming down the steps behind me. Oh, my God. I hear it make down three steps, and my dad opens the garage door in a panic and holds me. He asks me how I got locked out because the knob lock and deadbolt were locked, and I told him what happened. (sighs) When he turned to look at the... With the lights on, the attic access was shut. He had never believed me. He still thinks somehow I made it up. The next time we went into the attic, the light bulb was shattered. Yeah. My friend and I heard scratching on the other side of the wall every time she stayed the night. Oh, my God. Says in all caps, that was the worst thing I have ever been through. Dad took me to therapy because I was scared no. to sleep alone at the age of 13 and started wetting the bed. Shit, I don't blame you. Wow. Crazy story. Man, that's amazing. That's like that stuff right there. Like, even just the way that she told the story mm-hmm. was goddamn terrifying. I can't imagine actually, like, I don't know, living through that because it's like straight out of a horror movie. You know what I mean? I bet she never touched another Ouija board. Probably not. I don't know if I would either. No, I'd probably, no. I probably wouldn't be able to. She has another story, and this one I haven't read. 
We used to stay a week at my grandparents' home every summer. They added a mother-in-law portion to the home. Nice. For my grandparents' mother, who ended up passing in her sleep in the back room. Then my grandmother's mother lived there as well. One summer, we went to stay the summer with them while my grandmother's mom was living there. Several years after my grandpa's mother passed away back there. The bedrooms my brother and I slept in were about 20 feet apart across the entryway to the home. With the doors open, you could see each other, even if you were in bed. Last added notes, my grandfather's mother had used a cane and wheelchair, but those were given away right after her passing. And the back apartment had a doorbell in the back bedroom so you could hear it if the person was in distress because the bedroom was for old people. Yeah. My brother and I went to sleep with the doors open. All of a sudden, I woke up to the sound of a wheelchair coming down the hallway. At first, I ignored it but real- or quickly realized that there was no way that could be happening. My brother yelled my name in panic and asked if I could hear it. I said yes, so he ran into my room and we closed the door and turned on the nightlight while hiding under the covers. We were both crying because we were scared. I was about nine and he was about six. The wheelchair stopped in front of our door and then we heard the sound of a cane hitting the floor and the sound of someone getting out of the wheelchair. The doorknob started to jiggle and we started screaming. My grandma came and checked on us, and as soon as she came to check on us, my grandmother's mother came around the corner to the back half of the house yelling, Are you ready? Hello? I am ready to go. We can go now. Did you get the kids ready? We have to take them with us. My grandma asked her what she was talking about. It was time for bed, and they got into the argument because her mother was adamant that we had to go somewhere, but my grandmother couldn't come with us because she would see us someday. What? Huh. So the grandma was out of it, didn't understand, but they also heard the wheelchair of the other grandmother that had passed away. Yeah. And the cane. My God. Dude, that's fucking... Oh, my God. I'm not going to be able to sleep. That's scary shit. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. (laughs) I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. I'm 38 years old, for fuck's sake. You know what I mean? (laughs) Come on. Jesus Christ. I have... Yeah, that's crazy. (sighs) Um, That was good. Those are really good stories. Yeah. Thanks for sending those in. Yeah. Jesus. So let's take a quick break, and then I have I have one more personal story that I just thought about that happened oh, cool. last week or week and a half ago, okay. uh, right when I got home from Richard's funeral. Yeah, and then we'll tell, talk about news. All right, sounds good. Come on back. Welcome to Paranormal Warehouse. Paranormal Warehouse is the ultimate social media website for paranormal investigators and researchers. Create a profile. Add friends. Upload video, audio, and photographic evidence. Discuss theories and techniques in the forum. Create a group for your team or find a team to join. Watch, listen, and comment on evidence uploaded by other users. 
Join today and support Paranormal Unity. It's free. Visit ParanormalWarehouse.com to join. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're waiting for you. Life is a mystery. Confusion is all around us. The truth is out there, but you won't find it here. Maybe it was the ghost of an alien that worked for the government. You know, you remove the alien anal probe out of the story and it probably wasn't this guy's worst Saturday night. Welcome to Hysteria 51, a weekly oddcast of conspiracy theories, mysteries, and the unexplained. All viewed through sceptical eyes and the blurry lens of a beer bottle. Listen to Brent and John make sense of it all each week. By subscribing, find us on iTunes by searching Hysteria 51 or anywhere else fine podcasts are sold. All right, folks, welcome back. Ectoplasm Show, round two. <sighs> I'm still, like, not... I'm, I'm still not okay after, like, hearing those stories. I'm not doing good <laughs> right now. <laughs> Jesus. <sighs> How you holding mine's, up? How you holding mine's up? Mine's not quite as scary as those. Yeah. Um, certainly not the the weird dragging in the attic and oh boy but but you said this did make me jump now you said this was uh right after you had gotten home from it was actually the day after the day after rick's funeral the day after you got home from yeah so actually we haven't really talked much about rick and i don't really want to get into it too much right right because of all the political bullshit that blew up around his death dude it was a fucking mess um anyway so i i went to uh his funeral with glidden yeah and i know you would have been there too if you weren't already committed to another funeral another funeral yeah but i was kind of i was disheartened by the paranormal community that i know that there's a lot of people closer and I, i understand that there's you know a pandemic going on and as far yeah. as I know, David and I were the only people from the paranormal community there. Holy shit. I didn't recognize anybody, and of course there could have been somebody. Yeah, sure, I, sure. I didn't recognize any of them, and neither did David. Yeah. Uh, anyways, that, that's a secondary thought. Sure. Um, when we got back, it was the night after, I think. I was in the bathroom. Yeah. Wife is in bed. I was getting ready for bed. I was sitting on the toilet and You rocking a deuce. No, you well, can tell me. Maybe. Yeah, I you can remember. tell me. It's fine. You're amongst friends. I uh everybody poops. I poops felt the, a hand oh, I didn't feel it. Um <sighs> it sounded like somebody ran their hand across the inside of the shower curtain right next to my leg. <laughs> oh fuck. And it made me jump. Yeah. Like Yeah. Um, now look, if just, anybody's gonna fuck with you on the shitter, it's gonna be it's gonna be Rick, right? Like, yeah, it's I mean, definitely I'm, gonna be Rick. I'm only associating with it because it's just like I don't necessarily think it was him. I, I was. Just, it was there was, and it, and it could have just been my mind that the three days after the funeral, yeah, there was a lot more activity in my house. Sure, and I mean, shadows. I think it's to and, be expected. 
I, man, yeah, weird. I, I don't want to think it's him because I, I mean, I, I don't want to pe- make people think that I'm thinking it's him, but sure, it was, sure. it was weird. I don't, I don't know how to explain <clears throat> it. There was, uh, but the, my house has always had activity. Yeah, that's true. Um, it is weird though because I've had that experience before with the hand across the shower curtain. Oh, fucked up. Actually, it was one of my very first like ghost haunted experiences in an old apartment like so a different location 16 years ago when i was with my first wife different location entirely different location wow i had moved into this place that night and my wife was at work and my daughter (laughs) was asleep in bed and we didn't even have a shower curtain up in the bathroom in the bedroom and i heard someone ran down hand down and i i know i would have told rich that story yeah man uh, that's crazy man like but uh, yeah i mean it it was definite slight like it was loud too yeah um i don't know it was weird so we also had a, like a tree branch fall that should have crushed half of our house and a car and completely missed even like it like whoa. went around the air conditioner somehow jesus i don't it was just a lot of weird stuff happened within three days wow and it was i I don't know that's interesting man like i i have a story as well um it was kind of funny like this would have been the exact same night that you were having your experience i uh was sitting on my couch and um Roland was the the name of the friend that I was attending his funeral that same day, you know. Um, but anyway, so the the next night, <clears throat> I'm sitting at home on my couch, and Cynthia, his his wife, um, she messages me, and you know, thanking me how how good it was to see me, all this stuff, and uh, we got to talk, and she goes, so, and just out of curiosity, has anything strange happened to you yet? And I said, well, no, but uh, I guess I would half expect it from that smartass. You know what I mean? No lie, bro. I sent the message, and it wasn't even two seconds after I had hit send on that text. The freaking light that was sitting right next to me, it does the like the flicker, the type thing, and then just goes completely out, like just done. I was like, okay, hang on a second. Like, of all the weird fucking timing, you know what I mean? Like, most like, I don't know what just happened. Like, it stopped recording entirely. This whole thing stopped recording. Like, at what point? I don't know. I don't know. What? What the fuck is going on? I have no idea, bro. What just happened? At all. No idea what just happened. This doesn't happen. Um, okay. Here we are. Doing a thing. Where We're recording now. I don't know. I can't say. Um, what the fuck? Oh, I got people here. That's why. As I'm hearing things, too. But no, like I don't know exactly where it was that it stopped or cut out. If it was like your story, if it was my story or what. But we'll have to go back and look. That's super weird, because I'm recording now. It's going now. 
Dude, I don't get it. I don't get it. The first half of the show, it didn't do anything like this at all. I mean, shit, we've never really had this problem. Are you laughing? You're yawning, you fucker. That's what it is. You're yawning. You're like, Um, fuck it, whatever. I'm tired of this. Uh, tired of this bullshit. Bullshit with the recording. It's kind of shit. So check this out, though. Check this shit. There was a man forced to self-isolate alone in a ghost town with a chilling past and spirits. Sounds fun. Right. This is like the dream, right? So it says, a huge snowstorm means that this gentleman named Brent Underwood is spending coronavirus lockdown in Cerro Cordo in California, where he claims he believes the ghosts of past residents are making things move during the night. Uh, He's an entrepreneur. Brett Underwood bought an abandoned California mining town for $1.4 million. He visits Cordo, which is just 22 buildings, has been the subject of a paranormal TV show. Oh, dude. Is this where they film Ghost Mine? I bet it is. I bet it is. But he goes every month to explore. But his most recent visit has ended up being a lot longer than the week that he had planned, as a heavy snowfall means that he is now trapped there alone for the entirety of the coronavirus lockdown. He has no running. uh, He has no running out of water. He has already run out of fresh food. And to make things even more terrifying, he's noticed a lot of spooky goings on. Uh, The next town is several miles away. And Brent knows a few people there who he can contact if things get really bad, but he doesn't believe it will get to that point. Um, He told the New York Post, quote, when I first got out here, I was in a T-shirt and enjoying myself. And then it snowed for four days straight. And now there's no way to get out. Uh, Brent then claims the old mining town has a chilling past, saying that the residents used to be left to govern themselves resulting in an average of a murder a week. Uh, Bullet holes still cover the walls of many of the buildings, (laughs) and Brent's home is above an old collapsed mine, which still holds the bodies of the men who died in the tragic accident. He said, quote, I stay in the room with the child ghosts, but I have yet to see them. Jesus. There's some really cool pictures of this place, too. Uh, he can, he continues on. He says, things are moving around. I'm seeing curtains move. I'm hearing things in the night. There's no draft, but things drop inside of the houses. Brent is living in a house that was built in 1871 and has no running water. He's been forced to melt snow. And his limited supply of fresh food has been exhausted. So he's living off rice and cans of tuna, and some of which are uh expired you got to do what you got to do though right but now uh it does say the town is normally looked after by a caretaker uh, but he's staying with his wife away from the town obviously during the lockdown so yeah well best of luck my friend best of luck sounds like he should have been better prepared well you would think Anything like you would at least his own damn fault i mean kind of because don't you at least i don't know 
I mean, you at least have a general understanding of maybe like the forecast, right? Maybe for the next couple days or even a day. He's out there. He's in a T-shirt for fuck's sake. And then it starts dumping snow for four days solid. You think somebody would have caught that and you might have checked your phone or something like that. I don't know. If you weren't ready for it, the minute there's snow starts falling, you get the fuck out of there. You might just leave, right? Because you never know. You never know. But yeah, just take off. What a jackass. Serves you right. (laughs) Listen to me. Call 913-730-7255 if you need rescuing. That's right. We'll come and and get you. And we better get something out of it if we come and get you. Hey, yeah, we could do that. Let us stay a week. Let us stay one week in the town. And there's 22 buildings, 22 buildings on this place. So now... Basically, that means you would get your own place to crash. I would get my own place to crash. <clears throat> and then when I get scared, I could come bunk with you for a minute. And you could uh, you could you could hold me and tell me it'll uh, be okay. Man. It'll be fine. Listen. We'll bring Larry. Fine. He can be that person. <laughs> you guys will be the cower snuggler. and cuddle be, together. He'll be the snuggler. <laughs> Oh, my God. Amazing stuff, my friend. Amazing stuff. I want a fucking ghost town so bad. But it does make me wonder. They did mention there was a TV show that filmed there. It was the subject of a paranormal TV show. I think it was probably Ghost Mine, right? Sure. I never watched that one. Well, I only watched a few episodes of it. Huh. You have to look into this shit gonna have to look into it dig a little deeper excuse me jesus so i got some doom porn Ooh, doom porn i love it it's another asteroid and glue we're all gonna die Ah! (laughs) hit me (laughs) a potentially hazardous asteroid will pass between the earth and the moon on september 1st 2020 Ooh. The same asteroid is scheduled to come back in 2055 with a much higher probability of impact. Why aren't we using this well-defined, close-proximity space rock to practice our asteroid deflecting strategies on? I'll tell you why, because that's when shit gets fucked up. Yeah, in 2020... directed into the planet. Yeah, so like 2020, it's had enough already, okay? So I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and put the kibosh to that idea. And say no, that's okay. It'll be fine. Oh, this this website is full of Trump ads. Which but which one is funny. it? Which one is it, by the way? It's um like Mortal Kombat, Ooh. where Trump's flying through his the air with his foot out and oh. has a full life bar, and Biden is about to get kicked in the face and has a little <laughs> life bar. <laughs> I haven't seen this. That's amazing. God. Paid for by the Trump Make America Great Again Committee. Is it really? That's what it says. That's amazing. Uh, Anyways. Look at them go. All right. And highly alarming news from NASA's Center for Near-Earth Object Studies. Asteroid hunters have identified a potentially hazardous asteroid due to pass Earth in September at a paltry distance of 71,805 kilometers, just one-fifth of the distance between us and the moon. 
Asteroid 2011 ES4, which measures 160 feet, is expected to buzz the Earth at 29,375 kilometers per hour on September 1st at 10.49 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. All right. Be on the lookout. Yeah. Just be on the lookout there, peeps. I'm trying to see if there's any more information in the article. Um, So they're just talking about trying to shoot it out of the sky. But what would be the point? Nah, I think they'd fuck it up. It'd be a done deal. They'd fuck it up somehow. It's 2020, man. You can't trust nothing. Just don't trust it. Christ. Oh, my Lord, buddy. Calling for Elon Musk to take care of it. You know, I read somewhere today that Elon Musk has officially now become the fifth richest man in the world. It's not really shocking. But no, I did read this earlier today. But yeah. Crazy, crazy. Oh Let's goodness, see. No. I found here there's a thousand-year-old Bible that was found in Turkey, and it shows images of Jesus. It basically really? looks... Really? Yeah. It looks like... like <clears throat> no. It looks like kind of a hand-drawn thing. But, I mean, basically, like, you imagine, like, a cartoon version of Jesus, and you got it. Like, yeah, kind of crazy. There's That's really still a no... thousand years after his death. So a thousand years ago was a right. thousand years after his death. Exactly. So it's not like they were painting a portrait of somebody standing there. Right. It says the Turkish police uncovered a valuable collection of jewelry, 53 ancient coins, as well as two rings and two arrowheads, along with this Bible. Uh, researcher lists through 1,000-year-old Bible... Written, let's see, written in an old language, illustrated with religious motifs made of gold leaves. Interesting. It says it's not known where the Bible actually originates from, and its cover was damaged, but inside were pictures made of gold leaves said to show Jesus Christ, Mary, and a cross, as well as text written in old Assyrian language. Huh, that's pretty interesting. That's really all they give us, though. There's not a lot. Not a lot here. Yeah, so I'm going to keep checking back on that. That's kind of interesting. But yeah, I don't know, bud. I don't know. That's pretty much all I got as far as, like, the uh, any paranormal news stuff that I'm trying to find. Everything else is just fucking politic bullshit, you know what I mean? Yeah. It really is. It's it's all just conspiracy theory stuff, and that's that's just it. It's just conspiracy stuff. Here's more doom porn. Mm. This is from July 9th. Uh, Cause or effect of 2020 problems. Earth poles are shifting ten times faster than expected. Really? The hell you say? I mean, it's something that's 
been happening and it's just kind of forgot about because it's not really thought of as a problem at the moment. Right. But um, now I mean, they're saying it's happening at a faster rate. That's what they're saying. Yeah, let's see. Huh. Uh, we have incomplete knowledge of our magnetic field before 400 years ago. Since these rapid changes represent some of the more extreme behavior of the liquid, of the liquid core, they could give important information about the behavior of Earth's deep interior. In a press release from Leeds University, Dr. Chris Davies, an associate professor at the School of Earth and Environment, and Professor Catherine Constable from the Scripps Institute of Oceanography in UC San Diego, explained the technique they used in their new study published this week in Nature Communications to both fill the gaps of the last 400 years and attempt to figure out what's been going on with the Earth's magnetic field over the past 100,000 years. Wow. Unlike past researchers, they have the benefit of new historical data on time variations in the Earth's magnetic field and the most sophisticated software ever for modeling the Earth's field generation process. Hmm. Um, if Sir... Oh... Uh, it's just him talking about it in a weird way. Yeah. Apparently it's moving faster than we thought it would, but that's actually not a surprise because it's been a, like a conspiracy theory for a while. Yeah. Cons- not conspiracy theory, but... But right, no, I get it, but Jesus. It's just his pontification on it. Yeah. But I, I don't really want to read all that. It says it's been moving... Roughly 2.5 degrees per year. Wow. Wow. That's interesting. It's interesting stuff, bud. So now what? <laughs> what the fuck now? Christ. I don't know. This doesn't say any of that. Ugh. God. All right. Well, whatever. Sons of bitches. But yeah. Now. Do you have anything to say to the good peeps before we wrap the show, my friend? Yeah, go to Podbelly. Go <sighs> check out El Yucateco. Enter our giveaway. Yes, yes. Um, go to our website, ectoplasmshow.com. Become a meat mate of the meat ectoplasm meat. show, and you will get... I figured out how to get videos up. YouTube freaked out for a little while, and I wasn't oh. able to get videos up there a certain way for some weird reason. So, That's weird. New content is getting added to our Patreon and our YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, We're actually going to have one of our patrons on very soon. Hell yeah. I want to give a shout out to Patrick Wolf, who's been a patron of ours for 36 months now. Three years. That is amazing. And um, he's going to get something special in the mail. Actually, he's local to KC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, go go join all that fun stuff. Buy something from our Threadless store. We've actually had a couple sales recently. Nice, very nice. Buy that shit. Buy that shit. All right, peeps. Well, on that happy little note, we're going to let you go. Um, but we'll be 
coming out with another episode this week as well. Um, and what are we going to talk about, my friend? We're going to be talking about... Goat Man, The Goat Man. We're going to do the episode on the Goat Man. Kind of stoked about it. So, yeah, make sure, make sure you tune in for that. Not going to want to miss it. And we will talk to you guys very soon. Peace out.